0: Hey everyone, Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chicken Foot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog
1: one track at a time. And the podcast will
2: rock. Ow! Hello, baby!
1: Welcome, all you rockers, rockettes, and everything in between. Yes, that's right. You have joined us for a live edition of And The Podcast Will Rock. Ah, man, if you are here with us live, then you already know how this goes. But I'll tell you, just in case you're a newbie, we are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. We do it one track at a time. I am your co-host, Mark meyer joining me as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, how are you feeling tonight, man?
3: One year. We've been doing this for one year. I can't believe it, Mark. Like I said, I, I thought for sure you would have ditched me by now, probably about three weeks in. But yeah, we're still here one year later. Uh 50 tracks in. Uh tonight we're going to be spinning the wheel for tracks 51 and 52. And what I can't believe is is all the amazing people that have kind of joined us on this journey either uh just listening to the show and commenting along with us who we're hopefully going to be hearing from uh tonight uh like our good friend uh tom Armbruster. brewster let's bring him in there see he doesn't feel tardy uh Chaz, uh, you know he says sit down waldo so we're gonna have a whole bunch of whole bunch of comments from our regulars here tonight i can't wait for all that and we've got some special guests mark maybe uh let's start introducing them and bringing them on the stream Yes,
1: we'll do that. Uh, but I love how Corey uh, insists that it was it was going to be me that ditches him, considering only one of us has about a thousand different podcasts that he does already on top of this one. So we'll just leave it at that. Uh, but yes, as you say, we've got guests. We have uh, some regulars. We have actually some of our uh, more well-known regulars joining us on the show today. So uh, I... I'm not going to uh, introduce them in terms of how uh, how much I enjoy them versus how little I enjoy them, because that's just not the case. I love them all equally. That's right. I love you all equally. Thank you for being on the show. So introducing first, I'll just go ahead and say it right from the Tom Petty Project. You know him. Kevin Brown is with us. Bring in Kevin Brown. How you doing, Kevin? Uh, from Van Halen News Desk, the guy that really kind of helped put us on the on the the charts, as it were, I think. I think it's safe to say that. Eric Sinich is joined us with the show. The fan favorite, as always. No offense to Eric, no offense to Kevin, but it's Kelsey Van Halen joining us. Kelsey, the fan favorite, as always. Yes, thank you so much. And, of course, not to be outdone. Journalist and author Heath Murphy. I think it's Murphy, right? It's McCoy. It's, McCoy. it's not Murphy <laughs> at all. Heath Murphy is a guy I used to know back in high school. That is just not even remotely. <laughs> and we are off person. to a
3: flying start. You both have the yeah. Irish stuff going on, you know, they're both Irish names. There you go. And I tell you what, Mark, I sent out a ton of invites. So we're gonna have people Irish. dropping in throughout the night. And we got one here now, uh, from the Magician's Podcast, the Uriah Heap Show, and now Permanent co host on Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited. Scott asking is dropping by. Hey!
4: Nice. What's up, Scott? What's up? What's up? All, right.
3: All right. So, this is the crew for now where we're supposed to have one more. Greg Renoff uh, unfortunately has the flu <laughs> he isn't feeling well enough to join us here tonight. But, um Eric, you're a little under the weather too.
5: Yeah, I got the COVID. Got the know. COVID. Wednesday. Tested positive for it. I have been stuck in my apartment since Wednesday afternoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So here I am, man. I'm here. What's up, Greg? What's up, Greg?
1: (laughs) Where are you? It is a tradition. I I, I mentioned it uh, off camera, but I mentioned it is kind of a tradition for uh, COVID positive people to record on the show, (laughs) including Corey and myself and now Eric. So, uh, you know.
5: uh, Well, I signed the contract. (laughs) I have to be here. And I did say to Corey and Mark, you know, I could get you guys some serious ratings. I may pass away in the middle of the <laughs> well, show. Stay be
1: tuned for that. So so stick right. around. <laughs> it may be the most rocking show we ever do, but uh, here's hoping. Uh, uh, but let's, let's not dwell on uh, death and despair because this is a show for celebration. As I said, we've been doing this one year, so this is our one-year uh, sort of anniversary party, as it were, and we're going to give you the show that you know and love so much. We're going to do it live. So... That being said, if you've listened to us whatsoever in any capacity, you know this shit can go off the rails real fast, (laughs) and that is when we've recorded and edited. Uh, So who knows what's going to happen tonight? I am looking forward to it. Corey, uh, as the editor, are you looking forward to just absolute mayhem?
3: Well, I don't have to edit anything. This is going to be great. Uh, we can just drop these as podcasts uh, tomorrow after the fact and be done with it. I don't have to cut out all my uh, stupid bullshit. So I'm just going to be really quiet, and we're going to let all the very smart people who are on the panel here tonight do the talking for me because we got some some real beauties on here. I know Kelsey, you mentioned everybody's absolute favorite. They did the world fell in love with Kelsey. Uh, Eric <laughs> is now the resident Van Halen expert because uh, Greg uh, couldn't make it because he had a right, he had the sniffle. And um <laughs> yeah.
1: because we have now an expert in Van Halen that legitimizes this podcast. So all of you guys waiting to chime <laughs> in, in the comments, ready to tell us how much we suck. Well, that may be, but at least we got an expert on our hands. So
3: that's right.
5: Bleh. And you got somebody with a Van Halen bar stool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. That yeah. You, that you guys at home so. don't have that. Take that trolls. Yeah. <laughs> pig fuckers. so it begins
1: (laughs) it already begins but uh how how are each and every one of you uh get thank you for joining us for this live show uh we know how eric is he's he's holding in uh, uh holding strong
6: and we appreciate you kevin brown how you doing man I'm drinking great beer. I'm happy to be here, and it's great to actually meet some people who I've only heard um, on my headset so far. It's just awesome. Nice. I've already. already met Eric, though, and Eric is a fantastic conversationalist. So I'm really looking forward GP. to this. T.P. <laughs>
5: that email. He yeah.
1: Heath McCoy, how you feeling? And I'm sorry that I uh, did not get your last name correctly. That was I- really dumb.
0: Is it be, is it because of the Dave Sammy thing? Is that why?
3: <laughs> Subconsciously, I think it might be. Yeah, I
0: think
5: so. Um,
3: I'm not going to say I no. <laughs>
0: um, I, th- I consider that a microaggression, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm doing good. I'm real happy to be here. I'm real. Uh, thanks for having me. Well, of course, of course. Uh,
1: fan favorite Kelsey, Kelsey. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, how are you feeling? And uh, are you ready to rock? I'm always ready to rock.
7: (laughs) I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. As always, I love being here and I'm excited to be here with everyone. So... She's
5: right, at the center oh. square that's right.
7: I <laughs> <laughs> I'll try I to mean, do it justice. <laughs> Which one is our
1: Paul Lind? Then, oh, that's wow. what I, that's
7: what I, I
1: mean, that, that's either uh really funny or problematic. Uh, so I guess that's me. I'll be I hear Jim
5: J. Bullock is gonna be here
6: any second, too. <laughs> oh, that's Kevin Jim Brown. J. Yeah. Bullock. I don't get any of these references. <laughs> <laughs>
5: that's what I was saying. Oh. The old timers, you know, yeah. well, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> the old timers. Timers and, and Mark, yeah. the mid-timer. It's fine. We'll, we'll explain it. Hey. Uh, we'll have, we'll have uh, Scott Haskin uh, explain it to you. Scott, how you feeling, man? Well, I could be your Paul Wind.
8: Yes! <laughs> 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 i'm there doing it great is. Uh, thanks for having me on i, I gotta say because a lot of you guys may not know this but uh for one i get to hang out with Corey all the time now which is fantastic doing the backtracks zeros show but uh mr mark kamire is quite a vocalist you've got a lot of talent my friend me oh Hell go yeah. On. I Hell yeah i try i try you just, really hard.
5: A, you just posted a video a couple of days ago didn't you Mark. <laughs>
1: I did. I did. We just had uh, the Hollywood uh, Halloween bash on Halloween yeah. night over at uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, at the Exit Inn. Um, uh, a group of people put that show together, and I'm lucky enough to have uh, performed at it. Um, sadly, that might be the last time I ever perform on that stage, as the Exit Inn is on its way out because uh, apparently instead of having uh, traditional classic music venues in a town called music city, it's more prudent to <laughs> put up condos and apartments and just, you know, uh, just uh, tear them all yeah. down because that's, what's important. We have to bring in tourists, you know, the tourists that want to come tour the city and see live okay. music. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, it's a sore subject and we're, we're very uh, disappointed. Um, so, that's the bittersweetness of it all, but the, I got to share. I got to be on a stage that's been shared by many a great artist, and uh, I'm I'm taking it in stride. At least I'm trying to. So uh, yes, cool.
3: Excellent. Tell you what, we've already got some comments coming in. Mark, do you want to read these out? Here's a- okay, from Scott hey. Monroe. Good evening from Maine.
1: It, it weirdly got above 70 degrees today, and I could barely see the road from the heat coming off. I see what you did there. Um, I understand that reference. Yeah. I don't think it gets that warm in Maine. I could be wrong, but uh, uh, I don't know. It seems uh, That doesn't seem right, but I'll take your word for it,
3: Scott. Uh, I'm not in favor of this one at all. See Ericson saying, "Love the show, can't wait to break down, pleasure that you get that evil out of here."
7: That <laughs> might be good. do it not might even be speak
1: jinx. it. Yeah, it might have been a jinx, but I'm uh, I'm here for it.
3: <laughs> Everybody's loving Kelsey in the center square. I'll take Kevin Brown to block.
1: <laughs> uh, thank you all for being in the chat and uh, contributing some comments. Uh, share the link around. Get all your all your friends that are into rock music and Van Halen specifically. Be like, come look at uh, the these bunch of fools joined by some really cool people. Talk about Van Halen. Just wait till they spin the wheel. Um, but before we get to that, Corey, we always like to discuss uh, some Van Halen news. So honestly. I'm asking you because you're good about bringing it to me, but instead, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to Eric from Van Halen News. Hey, <laughs> Eric, while yeah. you're riddled with the COVID, I have to ask, uh, what's going down in Van Halen News these days? Yeah,
5: I mean, I've been rattling off article after article because I've been just hanging out, and anything that I see that comes up, I just pop it up there. So you're gonna see my name there a, a few times. Actually, we just put up a uh, Rick Beato. Do you guys know Rick, Rick Beato? He's not
1: personally, he's yeah. He's on
5: YouTube, he's got like a million plus subscribers on YouTube. So, he just posted a video, he's got quite a few on Van Halen where he breaks down their songs. The one he just put up, he's just asking what is Van Halen's greatest song, which is the timing of it is interesting because you know, this show is all about Van Halen songs. Um, and it, I, I wrote in the lead. Not even Tom Cruise can make this mission possible. Um, <laughs> you know, there, there are so many songs that you can pick, but that's interesting. P- uh, people are putting in their votes for songs there. Um, the big one this week, though, is Sammy is. Sammy is still trying, man. He's he's trying to make peace with Alex. Um, he he told Eddie Trunk that he has reached out to Alex about a handful of times since Eddie passed. And Alex is just not responding and, mm. and, and Sammy's just not, he's not sure why he thinks he believes it's, it's, it's his book, uh, the book read. And, um, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the reason. Um, but we don't know why Alex is just, just doesn't want to talk to him. And so Sammy is still, he's still telling that, uh, that story of how he, uh, he wants to at least make peace with Al. I, I think the the book was a big issue. I mean that that was there was some stuff in there that um, you know that's uh, it was it was. I mean, Eddie wasn't happy, I'm sure. But Sammy says he made peace with Ed, and um, I don't know. But anyway, you could read that article there. Uh, what else? That much. Oh well, you guys mentioned a couple things. The uh, it was. Was it a week ago in 1996 that the best of Volume One came out? So I just put up a poll there. Uh, the two new songs that they made with Dave, Me Wise Magic, can't get this stuff no more, and mm-hmm. and it, it was it wasn't even close. Uh, people, you know, Me Wise Magic got the majority of the votes. I think we got uh, even as of now, it's close to 3,000 votes, and uh, Me Wise Magic got over 2,100, and can't get this stuff no more, got eight hundred and just under eight hundred and thirty which wow. tells you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> um and then uh, there's a new Sandy podcast, the bogus Odin show, which is cool. So <clears throat> but that's been pretty much it. Um like I said the big story was was Sandy. I don't know what do you guys think then? You think you think, I think Alex that- should just say what's up to him? I think sometimes
0: I feel like Alex is, you know, hows like the Malcolm Young of Van Halen, you know, you, you know, like you had the two stars always, but then you always heard that Malcolm was the guy behind the scenes that really ran the show. Sometimes I wonder if that's Alex, you know, all the all, everything locked down as it is and that the, they don't honor the legacy as much as they should. Sometimes I wonder if that's all,
5: you know, Alex. Well yeah, I mean Wolf, Wolfgang has said that uh, as far as any tribute goes, he's leaving it to his uncle Al to do what mm-hmm. he wants to do with it.
3: Well Scott says maybe all yeah. Sammy yeah. in a dream too. Who knows? <laughs>
5: well that's the other thing. You know, it, it it's interesting cuz Sammy says things that that are often uh uh disputed or you know they, they they're fact-checked by some and uh <laughs> Jesse Harms played on uh, a lot of Sammy's albums. Jesse Harms was on uh, VOA. That's the album with I Can't Drive 55. And then Sammy got the Van Halen gig. And uh, in the book read, Sammy says that he paid all of his band members, um, you know, because he felt bad, you know. And Jesse Harms said, and it's in, it's in the article, you can read it on VHND, that. Jesse's like, I don't know what he's talking about. He never paid us. Um, you know, I mean, he, he said, he said, Sammy was, you know, we're cool. I mean, say he said, Sammy, let him use his, his house. Uh, while Sam went out to LA to to work with Van Halen and stuff like that, but um, that happens a lot with Sammy. It, it, the, the funny thing is the years where he's like, he's off on years, you know, in concert. It's so funny, you know, like yeah, I think he's them. up on
0: albums
5: sometimes too. Nineteen <laughs> ninety-five.
6: <1995! laughs> <laughs> you you got to uh, think though, when you when you read that book though, when you read Red. Like, he didn't so much stab him in the back. He stabbed him in the front. Like, there was no – he didn't disguise kind of – you know, he really kind of put it all out there. So, I could totally see yeah. if some of it wasn't entirely accurate, or even if it was, that, you know, Alex Bera might be a little bit pissed off about that and be a bit reticent to to get in touch. Yeah. Like, totally, I understand that, you know? And I'm a Sammy guy, right? So, yeah.
5: Well, yeah, it's not about – I mean, look, I'm I, I'm a fan of Sam and Dave, man. It's – I mean, this is big business stuff, and, and when you're yeah. writing a book, you know that Sammy was told, look, you know, we got to – I wonder if Sammy would have written the book if, um, if that stuff didn't go down because that's the kind of stuff that sells books. And and when you're writing those books, that's what the publishers want. They, they yeah. got to have something that they can sell the book on. Now, if, if that, none of those chapters on, on, uh, on ed and, and, and all that ugly stuff that, that was in there is, is not in that book. That book sells maybe half of, yeah. co- of the copies that it ended up selling. So, um, you know, Sammy did what he did. It's a decision he made. Yeah, I I I know he's said in, in in the last year or so that he's had second thoughts about it I do not I I d I don't I don't get the sense that he would have I he's not I don't think he's apologized. I mean I, I think he's just that's that's my version of what happened and and yeah. I'm gonna put it out there. Um usually that's the kind of stuff that a a guy would write at the end of his career when he, he he's not worried about burning bridges. Um I, I mean apparently at that point he just figured I'm not coming back to the band. So, you know, fuck it. I'm, I'm putting it yeah. in there. And he was hurt by some of the things that uh, that happened, but Ed was going through a rough time. I mean when you're going through a rough period like that, if it was, you know, if there was addiction issues there and all that, you know, I I don't know. Look, it's not something I would put in a book, but he <laughs> did it. And if that's why Al's pissed, he's got to, us you know, he, he made that bet. He's got to lie to it. I mean, unless he apologizes and says, look, man, I'm sorry. But he doesn't know why Al's pissed. He, he said, but then the other problem is he doesn't make it any better when he... He says, "I don't know. Al's got to stick up his ass. That's
1: not going to help. No, you know. No, yeah. Know. yeah. Stick up his ass, maybe. It's like, or you know, he's in mourning still. And right. Yeah. Right. But, but uh, you gotta say Matthew Perry can tell you. You gotta say something <laughs> to uh, get your book sold, even if yeah. it's uh, saying some outlandish shit. <laughs> right,
0: Mark. Didn't you uh, take a, a dig at that douche? On, on that
1: I have dinner. taken so many digs at." Uh, yeah. And, um, I mean, I, there was a, there was a time where I thought maybe, uh, Matthew Perry was an okay dude. And now I'm just like, no, this is a, you, you, got a lot of issues, dude. And I get it. Yeah. You got to sell a book, but get out of here with
5: that shit. Yeah. You <laughs> so. forced Valerie to, to address an issue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> it's like, you know, we need to know that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It is well,
3: what it is. Tom yeah. is wondering something here. Maybe Eric can uh, intelligently speculate, but he says, makes me wonder if some of the bad mouthing of Mike in eruption was put there on purpose.
5: Uh, the bad mouthing of Mike in, Eru- the, in eruption, the book? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm We're assuming. About... Yeah. We're talking about this one, right? Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, sir. That's the one. Which, which, by the way, you can purchase at the Van Halen store. <laughs>
3: Just saying. It's signed by the author, I believe. Oh.
5: Yeah. I, I don't... I interviewed these guys, man. They're so cool. Brad Talinsky and Chris Gill. It's an outstanding book. But, yeah, um, book. <clears throat> yeah. that's the thing. I mean, Ed had some things to say about Mike that's still just confounding. You know, nobody really knows still to this day why he got uh, – he wanted Mike out, like, as far back as, like, 80 or 81. Um, like, Billy Sheehan is on the record saying, yeah, you know, Ed gave me his phone number. He said, don't, you know, hey, keep <laughs> he took shots
0: at Mike that were beyond the yeah. pale, too. Like you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, it's I'm odd. Reading, but reading somewhere where he said it, you know, basically he said Mike couldn't play, and, mm-hmm. he, right. Right. and he wrote right. all his bass lines and stuff. Yeah. I mean, Mike can play. Come on, and, and he, he, even his voice. Everyone praises Mike for his voice, and being, you know, the background voice of Van Halen. he said he's just what did you call him a foghorn or something like that. And he has, or, and he has no, yeah, oh, yeah. he took some.
7: Well, he said like he said like oh I could never hear him anyway. I remember him like saying something like that in the book, and I literally was like I was like very surprised with like the stuff he had to say about him. I was like I didn't mm-hmm. think Eddie would say this like about someone in the band, but you never Nobody know. Nobody
5: seems to understand why um and mike's not going to talk about it even mike said if he writes a book you're not going to read any of that stuff mm-hmm. you know uh yeah. mike takes the high road on that and uh yeah it's weird i do, we just <laughs> don't know why um and it's it's too bad because you know for for the longest time you know for for us guys who are older I, i've been following the band since uh you know well, in 84 85 and yeah, you know, when this during the Sammy years, it just seemed like they were just best buds. I yeah, mean, at least that was the the image that was put out there, and I think it was legit for a while. I mean, Sam and Ed were neighbors, and they were. And and Sam has even said, you know, Ed was just the sweetest guy, and um, so even even he had to understand. I mean, I think a lot of the stuff that had said was just when he was in a real bad place. Look, I, I've been in places in my life where I, I've just not doing good, pissed off at the world. And suddenly I just have, I, I find myself having more negative thoughts about people around me and things around me because I'm not happy, you know? And then when you get yourself in a better place, you're seeing the better and the best in everybody else and other things. So, I mean, we're all human. I, I don't, you know, It's and, and it's gone. So what is, you know, what, what, can you, what can you say? And again, this is like big business stuff. And, and you know, <sighs> there's stuff that goes on behind the scenes that we'll never know about, but you know, from Ed's uh, point of view, um, I think, I think it was, you know, Mike had a fourth of the publishing and that after a while, just kind of got on his nerves, you know, you know, they contended that Mike didn't make writing contributions. Yeah. Jazz, you're right. So, you know, I think, and then they, they, um, it a, for 1984? They they decided that uh, you know Mike's not going to get any of the uh, the publishing anymore. I can't recall the specifics. But when Mike came back in 04 for the Sammy reunion, yeah, he, he was he had to take a, a huge cut uh, in order to uh, to be on that tour. That's that's the moment Sammy came back. And um, yeah, I, hey, you know, look, Mike never uh, contributed to the songwriting, but we it's fair to say that. I know what he contributed, you know, the vocals. Um, I mean, that's part of the magic of Van Halen, so.
6: Well, and the stage show, too. I mean, anyone who's seen Van Halen live, Mike Anting is a huge part of that. His energy yeah. is, you know, his, just so sort of the presence on stage. It's a huge part of that band.
5: Um, you know, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. I know John Fogarty talked about this it, it just... multiple times in interviews where in the early days of Queen's Clearwater revival, he's writing all the music, but his intent was, look, I'm going to give you guys equal uh, money on this. And because I want everybody to get along. And usually in the beginning, that's, that's that thought, like all for one, one for all. But then as time goes on, there are going to be people who are like, Hey man, I'm, I'm in this fucking studio for, you know, three straight days writing music. You know, and so and so is off, you know, just doing whatever. I mean, that's not Mike's fault. Michael Anthony says, just, look, you, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, and even I, I don't think Michael Anthony would have at any time said, look, if that's what you want, man, that's cool. You know, you could, uh, yeah. Yeah. you know, split it up differently. I don't know.
3: Now, oh, Scott, you follow a lot of bands. You live in Las Vegas. This is completely unique to Van Halen, right? No other band ever has infighting. Oh, no. <laughs> never.
8: No. And, and all the bands just say, you know, the the we'll split the publishing evenly and it's never going to change. And, I mean, uh, you look at what the Beatles did, and the Beatles were Lennon and McCartney, Lennon and McCartney. Oh, Harrison. You know, and then there's that one Ringo song on every album. Uh, it's, it's a tough thing because I always say that, Regardless of who wrote the basic tracks of the song, everybody puts their stamp on it when they record it. Even if they're, even if they go to him and say, "Here's how we like the baseline to go, or, here's what we want the drums to do," everybody puts their own unique stamp on it. And I feel that everybody should have a part of it, um, whether they want to split out the percentages differently than you know maybe not evenly, but everybody's a part of every song that gets recorded. It just it's just that way.
5: Yeah, I just saw the interview with Bono. On Stephen Colbert, mm. and I mean that. There's a band who's from day one. I mean, they're still together. Nobody's ever left. You know, it's uh, that's rare. That's, that's rare. super rare. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And
1: they're all still kicking, which is, uh, you know, yeah. even even more rare for uh, for a rock band with such longevity. So, uh,
7: knock on wood.
1: Yeah, knock on uh, wood. Kudos to cool you there. Man. I mean, look, Bono's had some close calls, that's for sure, with like his injuries off, you know, outside of the band. But still, yeah, like, like that man's going to be like Keith or uh, uh, yeah, Keith Richards is just going to live forever. Uh, <laughs> for the nuclear holocaust. And it'll be I thought you were going to uh, say Keith Murphy. <laughs> we don't know what happened to uh, heath murphy long gone but uh... <laughs> Corey, though uh should we uh well since we i don't know if we should do it because uh we we have a poll that we could talk about um but uh a lot of the comments come from the very people in this room <laughs> so no, and, uh... i don't know i don't know if it's prudent for us to uh to read them or if we do, are we are if we just ask them point blank like oh, are we just living you like in a vacuum? Water? Water? Why didn't you? <laughs> you
3: know? Well, you tell you what I, I'll give you the, the poll results and we can we talk to everybody about what their thoughts on are. mine all mine were. But uh, for the poll results, seventy eight point two percent what dreams are made of, twenty one point eight this dream is over. So uh, I, I'm surprised. I, I was expecting into the eighties uh, for positives, <laughs> yeah. so kind of surprised me a little bit. So, which one of you did it? And those
5: are badass lyrics from Sammy, okay? Yes, they are, yeah. <laughs> There it is. Move. That's Eric ah, is playing it. lyrics, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah no, straight up, man. Those are, those are some good lyrics. They are. Yeah.
0: But they're so goddamn earnest. I feel like, are <laughs> we talking about Bono? I think he's trying to be Bono in that song, you know? like, I mean,
5: hey, just A year after the Joshua Tree album album, right? That I mean, out. there
0: are worse people to be. This is true. When we did the Dave Frosty episode, we talked about that was Dave's take on religion almost, right? Lots of religion mm, in there. Yeah, 100%. Sammy's take on religion. And I kind of felt like you get such a capsule of their different styles there with David's all tongue in cheek and you're kinda of, you're like, what is he on about? you gotta think about it a little bit, and it's witty and it's funny and weird. And then Sammy's was just very straightforward. You know exactly what he was talking about. There was a couple there's some killer lines in that song though, for sure you know i gave it a dreams are made of but barely
1: yeah i was about to to note to like you did you did vote upwards but only by hair um but i'm curious though uh let's see uh kelsey what what do you think of mine all mine
7: well it's not one of my favorites on that album i definitely think there's better ones but like i agree i like sammy's lyrics and um but yeah, it's I wouldn't say it's like if I was going to talk about that album, I wouldn't talk about that song, if that makes sense. That's,
1: that's, <laughs> fair. that's fair. It's fair. Um, uh, right. Also, who, whose uh, point of view I don't think we got uh, Scott Haskin. Do you have uh, any thoughts on mine on mine?
8: Yeah, I think it was one of the songs that if there had been a third option, I would have gone for it. And this is, again, coming from the most medium Van Halen fan who probably belongs in the bottom center square. Uh, it, it was an okay song. It was one that I didn't dislike it, but it didn't particularly strike me as one I would think, oh, you know, I really want to hear the song again. I, I kind of feel mm-hmm. like I experienced it. <laughs> that's you know, And that's fair. There are a lot of those
1: uh, we have found uh, going through this journey, at least for me, the where I thought, oh, this will be an easy win. But it it's like, no, th- these were not easy wins, and some of them weren't, weren't wins at all. So I definitely understand you on that. Uh, but someone who said they had so much to say about this song was uh, Kevin Brown. Yeah, you- you're grinning. <laughs> um, what more could you possibly add to what you already did on Twitter?
6: Well, I won't go into it too-, into too deeply, but there is definitely sort of a fairly deep ontological discussion that Sammy's having in that, which is super interesting. If you're into sort of theology and Religion. It's, it's very, very interesting the way he's written that. Oh, yeah. But what I was going to say is, I think one of the things about that song that I always liked right away is ou You gets want to get some stick because of the keyboards, and they went really heavily into that. That's the one song of that album I think balances the keyboards against the guitars best. It's one where where it fits really well, and they've used them really tastefully, rather than it being you know too much or too little. So that I just I always love that song. It's one of the again one of the first albums that I got into with Van Halen, and so it's got a special place in my heart. So
5: they played that on the balance tour. Hmm. mine all mine cool and it's cool well there and go. in the back on the big screen you see this dude surfing and... hell yeah. <laughs>
7: yeah it's very sammy <laughs> yeah. yeah i was about to say like it that, <laughs> that,
1: that alone should get you guys uh to be buying up all the tickets for a sammy show because you get to see surfing on a screen <laughs> i really want to see that i do i want to see that while He's blaring, "I can't drive 55 in my face," but that's just me.
3: You guys <laughs> down. Pro Sammy. Um, well, I know we Garrett, don't have to ask Garrick. I know he voted. This stream is over. He has on every single Van Halen song we've done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's not.
1: <Cheers>. A, <laughs>
3: is there a single song you would ever downvote? Um, let me think now. He did admit he would have downvoted. Uh, how many say I? <laughs> yeah,
5: I, down, I downvoted it. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, you know. I mean, pleasure dome, <laughs> <Thank> know, you <laughs> know, but to each his own, That's man. Funny. I remember, I remember yeah. back when that album came out, my brother's girlfriend was, was playing in her car and she goes, I love this song, uh, you know, but it, that seemed like a song that was an instrumental that, uh, uh, it, it just didn't feel the, 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 Sammy's lyrics just didn't, uh, uh vibe with it, you know,
4: yeah a little, little forced, is I a drum think, song. But.
5: <laughs> uh, but but you know having said that I could sit and just I can listen to it. It's not like I'm skipping over it. So, um I'm trying hmm. to think No, when you I had mean, a girlfriend well, in the I'm car Sorry,
3: sorry when you had right? a girlfriend think... in the car and she said she liked Pleasure Dome, you made her walk the rest of the way home, right?
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, Get out. <laughs> uh, oh, by, by the way, I I got I, I jumped on Twitter and I, I supported Corey with the uh what was the uh, uh the, the Dave lyric Night and, and Shining Pick. and right? Shining pick <laughs> <Yeah>. banger. <laughs> I said Corey, you could be my Night and Shining Pick <laughs> <up>. <laughs> People were like, "The on with that? <laughs> uh, uh no, but uh, there are songs that I will skip over only because I've heard them a zillion times and, and working mm. in radio I played them with uh you know, there I mean running with the Devil is is a just brilliant song, but I played it every night on the radio. So I would skip it, like like Van Halen too. I love because a lot of those songs, you know, with the exception of "Dance the Night Away," was it got a lot of airplay. However, I love that song. So there's certain songs that you play, you hear a lot that you never get burned out on. But, um, <laughs> I'm trying guys, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to hate that Van Halen. That's, no, that's um, the you want to join. But no, there are some, <laughs> there are some I'm burned down on. I'll put it down. All right. You got two. You got, you got how many say I, and you got uh, pleasure gnome. All right.
7: I can so. add, I've got one. Ooh, one foot got... out the door right there oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> take that one out,
5: out the door
7: <laughs> i i've listened to fair warning a lot to be fair like that's my favorite album but like that song yeah. i'm like oh my god everything else is so
3: good on this album you'll <laughs> <Interesting. laughs> <Interesting. laughs> feel on that one too yeah. Right.
7: i love that song hey. it just doesn't fit in and like with the album that's it like that's but whatever <laughs>
5: one of their biggest hits pretty woman I don't
7: like Pretty Woman. Wow! I, I just don't like the song. I mean, oh, I think out. Eddie's tone on that though is magnificent. Oh, like his yeah. tone on it, like yeah. he did it perfectly. But on the reverse,
3: <laughs> yes, line and rightly so, yeah. and rightly so. Yeah.
5: on yeah. uh, uh, the other end of it is i love dancing in the streets their version and a lot of people banger. don't like
0: it do i don't
3: flip yeah i don't like dancing in the streets but I like oh training.
7: it's a banger <laughs> that's,
0: not, that's one of the few dave songs i'd vote down probably because that's one of the streets i don't like what
5: they're not eat. surprised yeah. yeah most people do
3: even alex and eddie were like we, we can't van halenize this like when they're doing that with uh david lee roth first mm-hmm. pitch dancing in the streets right yeah. we don't know what to do with this so yeah, they compromised like and did pretty women and eventually when Shit. they had to fill songs for diver down they said okay well they their version's that. the only one i can listen to but that's just me me too. <laughs> you did like I tell you know the Mick
0: jagger david bowie version
7: Oh, oh, I love oh, that, too.
8: <laughs> that video. I, my, uh, video I went as when I came show on yeah. last
7: my friend and I went as Mick Jagger and David Bowie one Halloween. And from <laughs> <awesome>. that video, <laughs> I had Fair like enough. the lab coat and everything.
5: <laughs> that video is neck and neck with the Billy Squire prancing around in the pink tank, tank. <laughs> right there.
1: I like Danger. the version of that song. And if you don't know what that is, just YouTube. Uh, the what version? Shredded, shredded, uh, with David Bowie and Mick Jagger. It's oh, um, no. amazing, it's absolutely oh, oh, no. amazing. Thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> someone knew what I was talking about. Yeah, go oh, just, no. just look that up, you guys, <laughs> and enjoy if you didn't know what that was and enjoy the rabbit hole you will go down. Oh, oh boy. boy, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, with that being said, oh man, oh. <laughs> no, I mean, know. that's yeah. fair. I mean, look, yeah, that song's good. not going to be everyone's.
7: favorite.
3: Fine, you know. I'd rather hear Kelsey sing it than.
7: Hey! The hey. You know? There we go. Hey.
3: Speaking <laughs> of music, Mark, we're what, 36 minutes into a live show? I was going to say. <laughs> yes
1: and like and look at this round table that we've assembled so uh, you know so look course, what I brought. it was going to uh, hey. and there it, hey, right. <laughs> there it is All <laughs> right, it. So the now, wheel isn't real the wheel isn't real it's all an illusion uh, but no there is the infamous wheel uh, we bring it up all the time because still people think that we're full of shit but there it is
5: it's
3: right before yeah. your
5: eyes close uh, yeah. oh, look at that sucker
3: yeah see, yeah and I don't we know we if got. anyone can see on the practice bin tonight we spun on un- chained which would have been uh, perfect for- i know yeah, yeah. it's gonna yeah. if if we don't spin it again
1: that uh, tonight that will uh, be very sad and uh it's it's aha uh-huh. yes it <laughs> does exist you're right, right it's, yeah. it's uh so suck at santa claus this is real and
8: you're not <laughs> uh, but before- why is every other song pleasure dome
3: you <laughs> did it's that rigged. That in there it's weird i need help when we do pleasure dome i need help when we got it's what rigged. one two three four five other people on here we got enough hands i think to cover pleasure dome but uh mark let's do some manifestations like yes. one of the seven of us should should call their shot here tonight right well chances are one of us look what you did to poor tom well
1: tom um yeah. Santa's real in your heart, and that's the important. Shut up, part. Alan! We're not doing pleasure dome. We might, Alan. <laughs> we might. The it, it, wheel is uh, wants us to have a very entertaining show because I, I certainly do. Um, but before we get into the spinning, we have to ask because we do it every time. It's time to manifest. This is a live show. We all want to hear something in particular. I I would imagine so. So I want to hear it. We're going to start with Scott Haskins, Scott. You're here is- with us. We appreciate you. What song on this particular spin, this first spin, mind you, uh, do you want to manifest and bring forth that you just really want to talk about?
8: You know, as, as the, again, the most medium Van Halen fan, uh, I don't know that many of their songs. So I think I, 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 I'm up for anything. Up uh, for breakfast? You said. Up uh, for breakfast? we have done that one. We've we already did it, Damn. I don't want to hear that either. No. And I don't think I'm going to win. <laughs> uh, well, there you yeah, go. That's, that's a good. I'm, I'm I'm good with anything that we pick,
3: especially Pleasure Dome. I, I kind of feel challenged <laughs> now. All right, Scott takes the coward's way out. How about Heath McCoy? What do you want to hear?
8: <laughs> Same as last time. I that
0: you, you there's been no hardly any. I think only one diver down. has been in. It's such an underrated record. I would love to hear Diver Down, and if I pick one it'd be full bug because for all their oh, deep man. cuts. I think that's like one of their best songs. I love mm-hmm. it. I would dig big, bad bill. Cause I think that'd be fun, but full
3: bug. That's a good one. And everybody uh, watching right now, give us your choices. What do you want to hear tonight? Chaz already chimed in a little loss of control. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'd be on board yeah, for right. that. There you go.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kelsey, do you have a particular one you'd love to hear tonight?
7: Um, Is this all the stuff we haven't done yet? This whole wheel? right. Okay. I would definitely love to hear Pound Cake. (laughs) (laughs) I could go off about that song. Um, Girl Gone Bad, if you guys haven't done that yet. Um, I love Girl Gone Bad. That's like one of Eddie's best performances in my opinion. I could go off about that song too. So those are my two.
1: So there you have it. We are manifesting a fuck song. Full bug, um, I would
3: say, full blog, as well. And little guitars, maybe? Oh, little guitars, yeah. That'd be awesome. We'll get the intro, too, if we spin that one. So Yeah.
1: So, yep. uh, Eric, do you have one? Uh, and, and you can't say uh, any of them. It's like I'm going well. to challenge you to uh, go ahead. and uh, Scott gets a pass, but you don't. What, what do you right, want to man. manifest tonight? Are you going to call your Edge.
5: shot? Well, as you know, I did call my shot uh, on this program, and uh, now that it's video, we're going to have to reveal the secret. What I do when I uh, manifest is I wear these glasses, <laughs> oh, right. and I do take a sip out of my Van Halen mug, which, by the way, you can purchase at Van Halen Store. That's vanhalenstore.com for all your Van Halen needs. Perfect. Ah, okay. Now, <laughs> dance the night away. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Put I it like down it. in the books. Put it down right. in the books. There you go. I would I'm not to taking these or... off until that song is short.
1: You yeah, heard it right here. He is he's calling his shot. He is he is pointing outwards. Uh he is looking for a dance night away. However, he might be thwarted because Kevin Brown's gonna shoot his shot. Kevin, what song do you want to hear?
6: If we're just doing our first the first spin, 5150, baby. Called it the last oh. time I want to hear it again tonight. <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs, not just Van Halen's one of my favorite songs of all time. So
1: I feel the confident energy from, uh, from everyone tonight. So I think, uh, we're going to get probably at least one of those, uh, that they guess, uh, unless, yeah. unless someone throws in a curveball, which I think, uh, my partner, Corey Morset might do. What are you
3: manifesting Corey? Well, first of all, both Kelsey and Kevin stole my answers. Cause I thought for the live <laughs> show, we'd want to do a huge song. The two songs I think that were most requested or most anticipated on this show are pound cake and Fifty One Fifty. So I'd really love to get one of those. Uh, let, let's go through some of the, uh, the listeners right now. Alan wants to hear, uh, where have all the good times gone from Diver Down? I think that would be an awesome choice. Yep. Uh, we have, uh, I'm, the oh, one, nice. Right? Nice. I'm, I'm the one, Nice. right. I'm the one. It would be takes. perfect. Uh, Oh, everyone's loving Kevin. Look at that. Yeah. Kevin. See, everyone loves Fifty One Fifty. Kevin is not wrong. That's the first I'm time not, he's ever oh, heard yeah. that. And then Tom, uh, yeah, 50, and fifty is the tour sure of the boys and Jacks. That's absolutely right. Oh yeah. So um, uh, I'll, I'll kind of put a chip on each one of those because I'd love to hear those. But uh, I've been calling for this one for a while. I would love to hear hear about it later. Mm. Yes. I would. Yes. I, <laughs> none of those choices are
1: bad a- at all. Uh, so it's it's kind of hard for me to. Uh, but honestly, look, I one of my favorite van halen songs we've well actually my favorite we still haven't done but uh, one that i've been asking for for a while because it just puts me in like the best mood it puts me in the van halen mood i must i i really need to hear it i really want to talk about ain't talking about love absolutely just want to hear it it might sound like an obvious choice but sometimes the obvious answers are the right ones so uh I wouldn't be mad about it. Wouldn't be mad about 5150 either, pound cake, uh, any of them. I mean, anything from Diver Down because, you know, we need to get on that. Uh, But it's not up to me. It's not up to Corey. It's not up to any of us. It's up to the fickle wheel. So we'll see how this first spin goes. Uh, Corey, when you are ready to prime this thing and get it going, it's time to listen to some Van Halen.
3: Kelsey, pick a number between 1 and 10. (laughs)
7: Oh, no. Uh, Six.
3: Okay, that's how many times I'm going to shuffle it here. One, two, three, four. All
7: right. None of you can blame me for this. (laughs) Disclaimer. Here we go.
3: Here we go.
1: go, Oh.
3: Okay.
0: Oh no. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh.
1: Now this is All interesting
3: right. because they removed a different kind of truth from streaming services, but I'm pretty sure yeah, it's I tattoo. All right. Did we ever so, figure out they? why they really? did that? Yeah, that's yeah, a great thing
7: to talk about. What the hell? Yeah, what the <laughs> hell are we doing? Seriously. Yeah.
3: Spotify yeah, do and Apple Music doesn't have it anymore. What if you play it off of uh, uh, YouTube? Are you able to do that
5: through this feed? Yeah, been, yeah. yeah, but I, I do oh, have, we'll uh, get
7: taken down though. It wouldn't get taken down would it.
3: Well, I'm hoping the whole feed doesn't get taken down at some point here. But, yeah, really. Uh, yeah. going to be playing music, but we're going to be breaking in a lot, right? You guys will be waving we're gonna oh, break yeah. in like we normally do. So tattoo, uh, let's go around the horn. What are your feelings about this? This was the first single uh, off a different kind of truth in 2012. The big return of David Lee Roth and Van Halen. Let's start with Eric. Uh, tattoo, a really good
5: third single hmm. shouldn't have been the first mm-hmm. one fire should have won she's the woman
3: she's the woman yep, yep. and I, I would have put she's the in woman tempo. One. Mm-hmm.
5: in the tempo not sure why they decided it uh I don't I don't agree with the, uh, the, the haters of this song it, it's a it's a cool tune. it's uh, you know um you know it, it just it was odd because after all these years we're waiting for Dave to be on a, on another Van Halen album and this was the first single strange. But um, yeah, man, it's a cool tune. I just don't. I, I just don't. Yeah, just don't agree with the choice of single orders on that. I wouldn't have not released it as a single. Mm.
6: It's one of the songs from the seventies, right? That they reworked.
5: Yeah. Isn't yeah. It? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: yeah. Yeah. Which kind of you, you can sort of sense those almost right? Those ones they feel mm. like early Van Halen riffs. You can really kind of hear it. Uh, Kevin, any yeah. thoughts on this one? It's one of the, again. It's sort of a middle middle Van Halen I don't it's not one that I listen to a ton but it's I don't I would never turn it off if it's on it's it's okay you know huh. fair enough uh,
1: he first impressions of this
6: song do you have any
0: I love it I, I've always la- I, I don't understand all the hate the songs this song gets I mean it's, it's not it's not even probably in my top five on a different kind of truth but I really think it's a great song, really great, clever lyrics, catchy chorus. I don't really understand what – because it got so much hate, and I don't, I don't really understand it, never could understand it.
5: This should make yeah,
1: for an just, interesting conversation. Uh, uh,
5: the bar was set so high, yeah. so high for <laughs> the album that everybody was expecting.
1: Yeah.
5: Um, uh, everybody was expecting this mind-blowing song.
1: Well sure. And you know, that can be uh you kinda have to expect that from the uh, from the super fans, you know, especially like anticipating an album like that, a reunion, as it were. So yeah, I get it. Uh Kelsey, do you have any uh, first impression thoughts on tattoo?
7: Um it's I'm gonna say basically the same thing I said earlier. There's other ones on the album that I would rather, hmm. rather talk about. Yeah, but but I, I don't dislike it. I just don't really listen to it that often.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> when Star Wars came back, you know, that last trilogy, you know, the, the expectations were so high.
4: Mm-hmm. And oh, I remember seeing that started. first one.
5: Yeah, right. <laughs> I remember seeing that first one. I'm like, that was freaking cool, man. I loved it. You know, I mean, I'm a Star Wars fan, not a fanatic. But then yeah, I listen to all these podcasts of the fans. They're like, this is uh, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> and like,
1: oh, good thing know. Uh, Sean Geek is not on the show right now. That would spin off into a Sean, tangent.
5: With, with, <laughs> where, where, where are those two knuckleheads? Why aren't they here?
3: Sean was uh, yeah. doing something with family this weekend. He's going to try and hop on a little later, though. Cool. And then Dave, Todd, he said he would be here, but uh, hasn't shown up yet. Typical nice. Todd fashion. He's fashionably late, but uh, Tom hasn't warmed up to tattoo yet. We'll see if his opinion changes after we spin it here tonight. Yeah. Uh, Chaz loves tattoo. They play it in his band. That's awesome. Nice. Uh, Ray says, uh, Different Kind of Truth. This is a terrific album. Great songs. Tattoo should not have been the single. There, we're all oh. in agreement there. Uh, Mike uh, enjoys tattoos. Don't agree with the haters either. There you go. Yeah. Oh my green. (laughs) Mike Green says it's really growing on me since Corey mentioned it. It's moving up on my faves. Good man. Yeah, mine too, actually. I love this record. So Mm -hmm.
7: Mm -hmm. can't believe they removed it. Yeah. I know I was like heartbroken. I was like, wait, what? Because I love you and your blues. That's a great
3: song. It is a great song. Absolutely.
7: And that one's gone.
3: i sure, got this yeah. somewhere i just i've been rummaging around in my garage trying to find it cuz i don't listen to cd's anymore i got vinyl or i got streaming so yeah. once i find it we'll be able to cover the rest of a different kind of truth but tattoo <laughs> i do have here what do you say mark should we uh give it a listen we should
1: uh, this is my uh, I, I have not listened to the song since it uh, first came out uh, and I do not remember it at all I, I should tell you how I felt about it at the time <laughs> but this song, I'm actually looking forward to being either very pleasantly surprised or just very meh as uh, the haters might suggest but I don't know we'll see we'll see all right here we go this is tattoo
3: from a different kind of truth
1: They want you to be sure you know what song you're listening to right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Just in case you forgot, yeah. in case you forgot, or in case you don't have like the uh, the cover near you or anything, or if it doesn't show up on your uh, on your stereo or whatever you're listening to. Like, by the way, this song is "Tattoo." Yeah. Okay. number
5: we'll yeah, remember, remember Clapton's? It's in the way that you use it. Right yes. away. Yeah. It's in the way that you use it. Ah, there we go. There are lyrics. Think too, it that that huge...
6: one. well we hope those are the correct lyrics <laughs> but... first one of the things I picked up on too is that fucking huge pick slide that Eddie does mm-hmm. you know, yeah. pick slides were so overdone in the hair metal days everyone was in him every every verse and every chorus but even he just makes that sound cool as well it's insane it's just so cool look at this think... Mike throwing shade at Mark off the bat
3: really surprised Mark didn't pick something from Van Halen 3
1: <laughs> and <how laughs> <don't know> why
3: <laughs> I, I think I would be have been happier if it would have up. played even like a
8: video game sound or just something other than announcing the song would have been better. <laughs> but I love how heavy it comes in after that. That's yep. that's a really good full sound after that.
1: That is a good start. So uh, I'm right away I'm I'm pleasantly surprised, but I have to I have to poke a little uh, jab jab at the uh, that little <laughs> vocal intro. But that being said, at least the uh, you know the the harmony is tight.
3: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, let's keep going.
6: So I think, Heath, I think, are you a drummer as well? I think there's someone else who's on the... I'm uh, a drummer. Yeah. A drummer. I don't know if you feel the same, but I always feel yeah. that Van Halen are at the best when Alex is really just sitting in the pocket. And yeah, he just, just laying that big fat beat down and he's not playing too much. He's not getting in the way because it just lets those guitars ride over, like the, over that backbeat. It just drips with like sleeves, right? So- Absolutely. groovy. I Philly came into it with even. I was like, oh.
7: Alex is very cool. groovy. Yeah.
3: yeah. And lyrically, this is awesome. I got Elvis on my elbow yeah. when I flex Elvis talks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's clever. It's so
5: clever.
3: Mark, I'm sure you have thoughts. <laughs> I do, but
1: I don't know how to express them. Well, yeah, I all I was all I was going to say is, I mean, you could probably cover that up pretty easily, but you know, you do you. <laughs> you know. But we're not the here to talk about the problematics of Elvis. It's fine. We'll just we'll move forward. All right. Well, here one me. of
5: Dave's greatest quotes, uh, if you want to uh, if you want to uh, make sense of my lyrics, uh, you, you need a bong, a thesaurus, and a driver's side airbag. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Word.
3: <laughs> Amen, brother. I
2: got on the back of my leg. she when I walk. electric green.
1: I mean, why else would you get hula girls on your leg unless you actually like want or them to hula, hula. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah of
3: course you know, that's, that's that's obvious dave <laughs> i like well, this uh, obviously older dave because those legs aren't toned right there's a little <laughs> jiggle to them to make him uh, hula right so i remember uh, you know I, an interview with
0: dave or something you know because you know obviously he did the ink tattoo thing he had his own tattoo company for a while there and you know, speaking cherry red, electric green, purple mountains, all that kind of stuff. Those are actually tattoo colors, I guess. Like, he was actually mm-hmm. really getting into tattoo culture mm-hmm.
5: then incorporating that stuff. Oh, yeah. He went all in on that. Yeah, he sure did. did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man.
4: When yeah, I remember the first time his. I
5: saw that on his back, I thought that was Photoshopped, you know? I'm like, nah. <laughs> you know, and, just, no, it wasn't Photoshopped. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So lyrically, so. Eric, this is all new, right? Because I think the '77 version was called "Down in Flames." Is that correct? Right,
5: right, "Down in Flames." Yeah, this is totally revamped lyrics. Okay, and uh, this is a uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, Dave, Dave is just clever with his lyrics, man. "Mouse Wife to mom shell and the time it took to the tattoo. <laughs> uh, you know, it's 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 similar to what what was the one you guys were talking about? But uh, uh, by the time. By the time my dream, by the time dreams come true, I'm no longer me, uh, you know, and, and it's just about people changing. And in this case, it's, it's you know, this, uh, this shy, shy housewife and all of a sudden she's becoming a bombshell, getting a tattoo and letting loose, whoever that... Uh, Whoever
6: the husband is, look out. <laughs> I, love, I love that key change too. Like I say, you, when you yeah. go back and think about Van Halen, the way he was writing, because he was so clearly influenced by Billy Gibbons in a lot of ways, with that especially on the yeah. blues side, that, blue, that key change is totally ZZ Top, right? Like it's, it's legs. It's got it's the same thing where he's just that big step up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
8: When people walked into Dave's tattoo shop, was there somebody there saying, "This is a tattoo shop"? <laughs>
5: this is a tattoo
8: shop this
5: is a tattoo
8: shop
3: like every time you open the door it's like ding, 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 this is a tattoo shop <laughs> russia was big add to the tat cream there you go yeah if they would
8: have kept the title down in flames and somebody would have said down in flames that kind of would have been badass right to, to say that at the beginning of the right. song especially if it was done with a little bit of an evil voice but just you know tattoo
3: yeah. tattoo <laughs> all right let's keep her rolling
2: mountains majesty Talk to me, talk to me. Swap meet Sally, dream snapchat, mouse wife to mom shell in the time it took to get that new tattoo, 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 tattoo.
1: What's a mouse wife? Mouse wife
5: is a, is a shy house mouse wife
1: like a mousey housewife mom, yeah, yeah. perfect
5: oh, doesn't okay. talk doesn't say anything doesn't want to cause me trouble yep. and then all of a sudden she gets a tattoo
3: she gets a flaming dragon over way. her back in and yeah, she's a mom right. show right? absolutely right I see, I see.
5: The, the whole reference to trap
0: stamp I have a question maybe uh, did, where, did that originate with wedding crashers that's the first time I ever heard about the trap stamp you know the movie oh
5: uh, no that was long, long before not, that Was oh, yeah. it? Was
0: it before yeah, it? yeah I yeah. think so that's the first time I ever heard of it. <laughs> it's, uh,
1: it's it's kind of a I don't know maybe uh, because I live in the South and tramp stamps are well they're everywhere and uh, so I guess I was just uh, attuned to that particular lingo a little earlier than I probably should have been. So yeah, I can I can confirm that's, that
3: that uh, terminology was around before that movie. So here's Tom saying Dave's cock of the walk attitude is all over the vocal, which is both good and bad. I think it's all good. Mine's good. Uh,
5: I think it's all good. Too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> At the man. moment, it's all good, but I think I, but I understand where Tom might be coming from with this.
5: <laughs> I don't, I don't want Dave any other way than just I'm the shit. Look out, uh, I, nobody's better than me. I, yeah, he's got the I, big C I rock, and that's what I want. That's the way I like.
3: I don't want Dave singing <laughs> when it's love. I want Dave singing. <laughs> right Wife to mom shell you know
5: <laughs> he does have the, he does have like the, just the cockiest strut you know just oh,
3: would yeah. you, the he head would,
5: shaking back eric
1: and back. would you agree on his re-recordings though of, <laughs>
5: uh, horrible i'm sorry i didn't i didn't hear you i'm sorry uh-huh. <laughs> sorry you cut out sorry, <laughs> i can't comment no no i i know i i like them but they're not you know they Listen there his voice is not what it was. And it's, it's you know, I can't you can't live in, in fantasy. But the confidence right hasn't but, gone away. But, I'm just saying. But the confidence hasn't gone away, the character and his voice. And I gotta tell you, the little things like when he did on You Really Got Me. It's just the little things he does. This is why I love Dave. And uh, he at the very end he says, Oh, you got me. You know, and he just throws in those little things. He's got the yeah. sense of humor, he's got the style, it's it's him. Um so I look, I, I can't, I'm not, does it suck? I mean, I, I know Mark, you don't like it at all. You're hearing like that it's weak and he, you, you know. He just, just sounds tired.
1: Up, he just sounds tired. So tired and, um, and, it, and it's like, it, did no one just tell him, Hey, you don't have to, just don't do that. Just don't. You're cool. It's fine. Just yeah. yeah my it's it's,
5: it's I, yeah. No, go ahead. Ethan. Well, I
0: agree. I, I, and I, you know, I'm the biggest Dave fan, but I, I don't see the point. Like why come up with these songs? re recordings of old Van Halen songs that are amazing. Is sort of versions that can't help be in, can't help be inferior, not just because yeah. not just because Dave can't do it as much vocally anymore, but also because who's going to live up to the, you know, the original Van Halen sound, especially the and the production of Ted Templeman even. Like who's are yeah. he's going to yeah. why do this? It just seems yeah, my whole thing was who is
1: this for? Is he trying to prove something because if he is, I don't think he's doing it. And that's the uh, question everybody
5: has. Yeah,
1: and so it's like you know, I, I don't know who this is for exactly. Mm-hmm. So that but that's you know, neither here nor there. That's that's a, a digression, but
3: still. Look, let's something... save some material for episode two because we're yeah, still you're right, you're right. on episode oh, yeah, yeah. one. Let's just go through <laughs> some uh, some viewer comments here. Scott says I enjoy hearing Ed's backing vocals in this section. Of Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Tra- Chaz says that the, the trip stamp, I think he meant tramp stamp lyric, is hard to sing while playing. Uh, I imagine it would be, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And Chaz, uh, tasteless to call it Roth, li- uh, Roth lives or Roth live mm-hmm. and position it as Van Halen free, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, like it, it can't help but be inferior because it doesn't matter how good your band is, it's not Van fucking Halen.
5: Yeah. yeah
3: right. All right, let's keep going. Yeah. Show me no dragon!
2: believe that needle hurt you. Best to see these true colors that follow one of your false
5: virtues. Uh. Come on, Mark.
2: You gotta
1: love Mark. No, the, no, honestly, I'm not laughing at the lyrics. I'm laughing at uh, this sounds like Dave's uh, audition to do uh, movie trailer voiceovers. <laughs> a
3: and I And uh, I'd buy that for a dollar. In a world where Mouse wife turns into mom. We
4: don't
3: want her Best to Sorry see the true colors. Remember, Mark, we talked about uh, Dave and his wheelhouse. This is Dave's wheelhouse right here. Absolutely.
0: Right? And I'm just- he doesn't
3: own a wheelhouse. It's all good. He can sing anything. He can sing the phone book, but Dave's in his wheelhouse here, and I think it's sounding pretty cool. Yeah,
5: I love the oh, That knee will hurt you. That needle hurts you. Huh? Needle? Yeah. 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 He slipped into <laughs> Meatwise's <laughs> magic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> comment, yeah. It's very clever. <laughs> hey, I I would more than be, be more than happy to get a Buddhist riff in my inner ear
3: anytime. <laughs> a Buddhist riff. A little more diamond day for you. <laughs>
2: Explode, Opaque, Purple Mountain's majesty, show me you I'll show you who Swampy Sally, Trim, cat now swipe to mom. shell in the time it took to get that new tattoo,
3: tattoo tattoo. All oh, right, right. Tom uh, agrees. Dave's uh, wheelhouse low and slow. Yeah, that sounds about right. Especially in 2012. <laughs> yeah. Listen to how he did Panama on the Tokyo Live record. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd rather not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I really like that line, though, that here's the secret to make you think, why is the crazy stuff we never say poetry and ink? That I like, because that's... Very true in a lot of uh
5: absolutely yeah Mark, uh, you're coming around, Mark. <laughs> Look,
1: okay. <laughs> that's fine. I'll, I'll take I'll take that uh, because I've been very vocal in you know uh, going against Corey's whole notion of everything Dave says is is absolute poetry. It's like I didn't say not everything. everything. <laughs> you, you pretty much have said everything. 98%. That's a lot. And uh I'll be Me. the two percent or I'll highlight the two percent that's not. Dave never puts a cream Dave in my coffee. In... <laughs> this
5: isn't Dave cramming in the lyrics either. He... <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, no. he does that a lot, the, you yeah, know, yeah. these days. And that's great lyrics, but then he tries to jam too much in. And it's sort of, yeah, it's clunky, you know?
4: Mm-hmm. Good work. Yeah. Word. yeah. <laughs>
1: I know that when i'm gonna go get a, a giant dragon tattoo on my back i'm gonna say to the artist you know what i want some of that sexy dragon magic <laughs> and if you don't give me sexy dragon magic then i'm out of here
6: exactly do you know what it <laughs> reminds no, me He said that you gotta know he actually said that <laughs> <laughs> but it always reminds me though the way he sings sexy dragon ma-. when he sings that it just reminds me of john lovitz and the wedding singer <laughs> <laughs> It's wow. got the same sort Jimmy of that it. So cool. He's He's great is. Great. Just, just that one out. line, right?
3: <laughs> I'm <quitting> the <laughs> yeah. I can't go on. John fucking Lovitz, Kevin, really? Hey, do not Ray talk shit about my... John Lovitz. That Listen James to the intonation.
1: <laughs> Have you ever heard John Lovitz perform uh Rebel Yell? It's fucking great. No. I've never heard that. No, I gotta check that out. That's
3: look funny. it up you guys it's great he even dresses <laughs> like billy idol that's not great but the singing <laughs> all right tom says i want to listen watch the tokyo show for the band but don't want to hear dave well, dave does have some <laughs> decent tracks on the to- like you listen to like chinatown and stuff like that he does that really good mm. actually on the on the tokyo uh, dome uh, album but yeah the older stuff like panama just does not age well and then chad says these are great lyrics uh, different kind of truth truly had some of his best work as a lyrical gangster totally i agree
0: I, I, when it comes to tokyo dome it's it's the travesty that the only live album that ever came out with dave is that yeah. like mm-hmm. i mean if you go back to the what they were doing during the fair warning tour and i, I mean it's mind-blowing how great a live album could have been like yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess.
3: you know there was quite a conversation on our twitter a couple of weeks ago where guys were saying like uh, dave was never uh, a good live singer and Just from what I've seen, like I've never seen him live, unfortunately, when Dave was singing, but you look online, obviously there were times he was a great live singer. Totally. He was a great
7: front man. man.
3: That's what I would say, for sure. No, if if you listen
7: to the first Van
0: Halen tour when they were opening for Sabbath there, like uh, Mm -hmm. he's killing it. Like he's in the screams and everything. I mean, he's, he's, yeah, he's killing it on that. I think he gets lazy. I think he actually gets lazy. Didn't take care of his voice. um, And drinks. Yeah, drank his face off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, none of the I think I've that was, was the... Yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah. No, you're okay. I, I just was going to say, I think that was mostly the issue, is he drank a lot. Like, the U.S. Festival? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: it was, it was, it was for the U.S. Festival, yeah.
7: Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, is if yeah. he was, like, if he was relatively... He was yeah. yeah, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying, is, like, that's what I think his biggest... Like he had, he had, he had a great voice and he could use it. It's just when he wanted to.
3: (laughs)
8: And like, if he
3: drank too much, so. Scott, what is your take on David Lee Roth as a, as a singer?
8: The live clips I've heard from him are not too bad. Um, I've not seen that many. I think he has a good voice. Um, I think that he was really in his wheelhouse with this band. I think this is the kind of stuff that he's suited to do. I don't know that I could hear him doing anything outside of this kind of music.
3: But I, I like the way his voice sounds on this song. I think it's very strong. Uh, maybe missing some screams, though. The got hold on me line really shows how Dave's early scream is missed. Oh, yeah. Totally, yeah. That's listen that's, to Van Halen one. He's screaming listen, all over that thing. Oh yeah, but he lost
0: the scream, that train whistle sort of scream he used to have. Like he hasn't had hell, it yeah. for,
5: God, I don't know, how many, see, a if, many years? A little ain't enough. He, you start to hear, it's it's not there as much at the yeah. beginning of a little ain't enough. He try he does it and it's yeah you're hearing it start to fall off and then ninety four your filthy little mouth. it was like a whole different. Singer. Yeah. I mean, it was like all of a sudden he just reached these different octaves, and that was that was bizarre. I mean, I remember seeing him live on that tour. And yeah, he looked different, sounded different. Uh yeah, just his whole aura had changed. Everything was different. But hmm. but yeah, the hot the hot so if you listen to uh skyscraper,
4: mm-hmm.
5: there he's hitting the high notes, but uh, he he's at his peak, in my opinion, on Crazy From the Heat, the EP mm-hmm. and Heatham and Smile. Eat him and, Smile. and and Easy Street oh. to me is yep. and hands down his best vocal performance of them all, I think.
3: Well, let's see if Eat everyone Easy agrees Street with this is. statement. Dave was fucking perfect for what this band was.
5: Thank you. Is there anybody else that could have taken his place? And the 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 idea that Sammy they had considered him to be the singer because things weren't working with Dave struggling in the studio, et cetera, et cetera. We've heard the story, right? Mm-hmm. Sammy did not sound like the Sammy Hagar that we know in those days. When he yeah. was singing with Montrose, he was still finding his voice. You listen to his first three solo albums. It's not until I'm trying to think this one, uh, danger zone, when he gets to, uh, I'm trying to think of which album where he starts to find it. The song "Red" is really like that's the first time he finds his voice. Otherwise, he's he's still singing like he did in Montrose. So I don't think he would have worked at all on that first album. I think huh. when he arrived in 1985, 86, perfect time. And, and they, uh,
0: they, t- you know, Templeman talked about to Greg Renoff that, that he yeah, he was going to get rid of Dave. Dave was struggling in the studio. But then he realized, well, Mark, he realized that Dave had this lyrical flair for one thing. But he, but he also realized that he, his voice had so much personality. And mm-hmm. they, yeah, they could really make it, you know, make it happen. And be perfect for the band.
3: Yep. Yep. Uh, Scott pointed out he has a few screams on a different kind of truth. And I wonder if they were current day recorded or pulled from the vault. Yeah, some people wondered about that. Yeah. Ooh. And then says, or <laughs> the did that day, maybe he could only muster one scream. Uh, well, he does manage in that
5: album on uh, oh, Not Honey, Baby, Sweetie Doll," which is the one. As is, as is he does it. As is, I, I think he 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 gets close okay. to that old Dave's scream. Yeah,
3: and then, uh, Ray says the '81 Oakland Coliseum show has Dave's voice spot on. Oh, yeah. so there you go, oh, yeah. I'll awesome. seek that out. Yeah. So they,
6: well, never, those shows never recorded, Eric. Like those early shows, they never—they just never recorded any of those early shows with Dave.
5: No, no. I mean, those were uh, those it, those were just specifically filmed for the videos. In fact, some of uh, Noel Monk, the band's manager, said some of what you see there was actually filmed uh, during the rehearsals uh, where yeah there was no live audience. Um, but Michael Anthony said that they did. Did he say they recorded all those shows back in the day? I know in places like uh, what, what's that that uh, venue in. Uh, boy, I want to say Washington, but I, I know it's not that where they, they, anybody that played there, they would record the whole show and it would go up on the big screen. Maryland. Um, Somebody help me here. I mean, Maryland, I'm I'm thinking, hold on, let me see. And all the bands that came through there, Largo, Maryland.
6: Okay. Okay,
5: those shows, yeah. So those are pro-shop because the venue itself had them filmed. But anyway, yeah, that that Oakland, I, I don't think the whole show exists. I think it was just for those songs.
8: There's got to be a lot of bootlegs out there, though, right? Oh,
5: thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Atlantic Capital Center in Largo. That's, yeah. But uh, Steve Frosty has a wicked screen towards the end. Yeah. Hmm.
3: And Dave's voice was perfect for the albums he sang on. No one could do it like Dave, in my opinion. I agree with Mike there. Yeah, me too. So there's Tom. And then Ray says, hear about it later. Has a live video from 1981. i got to yep. check that out.
5: That was it. Hear about it later. Unchained. And yep. uh, so this is love. Got right, a written Oakland scarf right here, I said. You ever <laughs> see that? <laughs> Dave.
3: All right. Let's keep going with Tattoo.
5: This is the best part, Corey. I love this. This is this is classic Ed at the very end. It just his, Ed's guitar <laughs> playing is so ferocious.
0: Yeah, Ed's
5: guitar
0: is <laughs> just so ferocious on that album. You know, that's I, a great I, word so cool. to describe it. Yeah, it's it's the, the, the fact that that was his last recorded work. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it's such a testament that he went out
5: so strong. Like, yep, he did. And, <laughs> Corey, can you back it up a little bit and just play it? Because I love that when Ed does that. He just sustains and just.
3: Anything for you, Eric. Yeah, yeah. It's want it to get to the bottom. It goes all the
5: way. Over. Still going. <laughs> <laughs> Still going. <laughs> and then here.
2: Yes, don't don't the That's you fucking Ted. That. That. That That's Ted. That
6: on a geek on a geek note do you know what bridge did he have on his guitar is that just is that just the floyd it must it's floyd rose or does he probably. have some kind of weird
7: unless he probably yeah unless he modified it
6: he probably
1: modified it but it it, it might probably
7: on a wolfgang
1: yeah it might be uh float uh floyd rose originally yeah because no guitar should stay in tune after that. <laughs> no, he does yeah. uh, the thing I talk about a lot, man. I'm a big fan of the dive bombs. And he just opens with the dive bomb. And that right away, your bridge is just going to, it by its nature, just bends. And so, uh, yeah, there's probably a lot of uh, little guitar tech trickery going on there. And you know, why wouldn't it?
5: Teddy. Yeah, he constructed the guitar that was like just right. But it took him a long time. You know? Yeah. Just Feels right, comfortable. Everything is right where it should be. Yeah, he he was tinkering with guitars for a long time.
3: Mm-hmm. I love this comment here from Jazz because he plays a song. He said the lead is so much fun yeah. to play. That's the thing. The, his shit was fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
5: Totally. When
8: when he would play live, how often would he switch out his guitars? Would it be every song or two?
5: Question. Oh, I, I yeah. no, I don't think every song or two. Um, no. might depend on the set. You know? Yeah, I was gonna say it depends on the tour of the set. Um, yeah. It, Early days he hardly I mean, did it all, didn't he? No.
7: Yeah, he usually played uh, just played with his Frankenstrut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean even uh just thinking, uh, what
5: was uh I mean even if it was like Spanish Fly, he didn't you know it wasn't like to break out the acoustic on stage. Um yeah, uh, not not much. I remember you seeing know, like, like little guitars that
0: yeah yeah he had that tiny guitar right that he would play for little guitars yep. I've never seen yep.
5: yeah that one yeah it's on us festival when you look at that yeah and, and the us festival so uh eruptions that's always my favorite of all the live Eddie eruptions um and somebody pointed out on here too that I think he said the summer nights the live summer nights, or he said the live fifty-one fifty from Live Without a Net. Both of those are freaking outstanding.
6: Yeah, summer
7: nights, such a great song.
5: Oh, and the live version from Live Without a Net,
6: bananas. Yeah.
7: When I saw Sammy this year, he played like they didn't play it, but before he came out, they played summer nights like over the venue. It was really yes. cool.
5: Yeah, Very cool. Yep. Yeah.
7: That got goosebumps, everyone
5: hyped. Yeah, right? <laughs> goosebumps, right? Yeah. Oh my god, I was so excited. Yeah what a groove on that mhm so before we got yeah, so back swapped ignore, it. so I'm not oh, too okay. sure okay. Oh, out a lot of oh. multiple frankies yeah
3: yeah different tunings obviously on those right so
6: so before you go in, Corey, I just want to, say, because I think where we come in, we're going to, we're going to, basically we've missed a verse and it's basically, you know, musically it's the same, but I was going to throw over to you, Heath. So we, t- we were talking earlier and you mentioned earlier about it, Sam, who was always very earnest in his lyrics. And this next verse that he sings is so different to the rest of the song. And it's like, Uncle Danny had a cold tattoo, thought yeah. fought for the union, some of us still do. On my shoulder is the number of the chapter he was in, that number is forever like the struggle here to win. It's almost like a Steve Earle. So, I know. I, I, I was. I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought
5: that up,
0: actually, keep, because uh, I I didn't want to take away from all the Eddie guitar yeah. talk after that solo. But but yeah, I remember when that when that came out, and I remember all the you know internet chatter and stuff like that, the social media chatter. People were saying, "Oh, Dave made this political statement." and it was this: he's pro union, and and it, he made this political statement. And it's autobiographical. I, I really don't think it is. I mean, if you look at if you listen to Dave, he's he's a chameleon in his lyrics. Like he he'll. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's never, he didn't Mm -hmm. mean streets either, but he's got the mean streets. He's he's never been the atomic punk either. Like, I don't think that was autobiographical, but yeah, there is a very much a Steve Earle sort of vibe to that, isn't there? Yeah.
6: And, it, and it's just at odds with the rest of the lyrics. Like it's, and and I, I like that. I like that it's so cool that you get this, the song takes, lyrically takes a, a big like left-hand turn, and he's like, oh, that's that's interesting. That's different, you know? And
0: just the idea of the coal tattoo. Like, if you yeah. think about what a coal tattoo was, that's pretty, he's really run the, he's really done his research into the the tattoo, the history of tattoos here, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, he did I love the Steve Earl comparison. On... That's really cool. Good pull, yeah. Kevin, because, yeah, that oh, is yeah. a very Steve Earl esque verse, cool. isn't it?
5: Yeah, I got to go back to some of those videos Dave put out on these songs because he broke them down in the lyrics. And I can't recall. if I think he did comment on that part. And I don't recall if it was autobiographical cool. or just something that he read because that's a lot of what he would do, you know?
3: Right, well, read something, see bit, something. So we could catch that.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah tattoo he fought for the union some of us still do on my shoulder is the number of the chapter he was in that number is forever like the struggle here to win everybody, everybody. swap me tally trim step jack mouse wife to mom show in the time it takes to get that new tattoo 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 Dad, dude, dad, two. dad two.
5: look at you. So good. That's a great outro. Yeah, man. It really is. Mm
1: -hmm. That was awesome. (laughs) Cool. So there you have it. Tattoo, the uh, the first single off of this album. Uh, <laughs> I love Rick
5: Flair. woo
1: <laughs> Very good call. Very good call. So uh, there you have it. We've done uh, our first song of the, of the evening. So now comes the part where we all get to vote on how we feel about Tattoo. I know it just ended, so there's a lot to process. But I think uh, for the most part, we're all... Uh, familiar i know i'm getting more familiar with the song i haven't heard it since the first time uh scott this i think might have been uh, what your first time hearing this song
8: very first time i'm more familiar uh, with it now than when we started well, there
1: you, go. well, well <laughs> there you go no pressure whatsoever but uh you guys know how this works uh just give uh, old Corey a thumbs up or a thumbs down and we'll ask you the question is this uh what dreams are made of or is the dream over scott we'll start with you does tattoo from a different kind of truth is that what dreams are made of for you or is it sadly the dream is over
8: Well, he's really giving this a he's good thinking. Break. I'm going to go with Thumbs Up.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> nice
8: air drumming from Kevin Brown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your thoughts on it, Scott? It, it was a close call. I hate the chorus of the song. Um, just <laughs> vocally, I just hate it. Uh, but musically, it's, it's got a good groove to it. I like the riff. I like the simplicity of, of the backing. Um, Alex is absolutely solid on this song. He doesn't overplay by any means. He's exactly where he needs to be. Uh, I think Eddie's playing is really good, uh, especially the soloing at the end. I think kind of saved it for me. So I, I, I would say I would I didn't hate it. I would listen to it again. All right.
1: Very, very good answer. That's one vote yes. We're going to go on up to Heath McCoy. Heath, is tattoo what dreams are made of for you?
0: I don't get the hate. I, I think it's a good, <laughs> I, actually, I like it more after listening to it in this context. I, I, think, it's, I think it's a really solid song. I don't, I just don't get the clever lyrics. Super catchy. Everybody's playing, playing their ass off. I, I think it's a great song.
1: There you are, uh, Kelsey. We throw it to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
7: um i will say i wasn't a fan of this song like when we first started it and i'm definitely more of a fan now i actually like can kind of groove out to it like i said eddie always sounds good to me um so but i was thinking about this earlier when we were talking about like his vocals and i like absolutely hate the way that they produce like produce his vocals on on this album actually like this one on you and your blues on she's the woman like i don't know if it's the way that he sounds or like the way that they layered it or like whatever like you know whatever they put on it but i don't like the way that it sounds but that being said i definitely enjoy the song more now that we're done like now that we're we've listened to it together and discussed it so
1: all right they call uh Eric Sinich. How about you? Do I even have to ask?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Hold on, I'm calling my lawyer.
3: That was dirty cool, man. That was dirty <laughs> cool. I know the poor guys got COVID. I'm sorry. I,
5: I'm running out of gas. I'm like, <laughs> mean as hell. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, no, I can't. Listen, it's a great song. Uh, I prefer the high energy, in-your-face kind of Van Halen uh, that we know and love, uh, and, and especially on this album, like uh, "Bullethead" and "She's the Woman" "Chinatown." But having said that, it's it's a it's a good tune, man. It's got a great groove, and uh, Eddie's doing his thing and daves daves uh he's in his zone he's got some great lyrics on it can't complain again i just wouldn't have picked it as a first single that's all but good tune
1: well there we go uh 4 for 4 so far uh will the x factor come from kevin brown <laughs> <laughs>
6: Yeah, my thoughts on that, the song, my thoughts on it haven't changed from sort of what I said before. And it's its a fairly, it's an, a fairly average Van Halen, just only because they wrote some fucking superb songs, but it's a fairly average song. What I love about it is the rhythm section. Uh, Alex and Wolfie just laid down that big, fat rhythm. It's fantastic. It's a great groove, like Kelsey said. It's a good groove. And then that third verse just gives it a dimension that I don't really usually listen for in a Dave song. So, I, I, yeah, it's a, it's a good song. I, I enjoy it. There you go. All right. So, uh, Corey,
1: will you be the one to break the trend or what say you?
3: You know, I will echo Scott's comments on the chorus. Uh, Definitely not my favorite chorus. It's kind of weird, although I do love the line uh um, will to mom shell in the time it took to to get a new tattoo. I really love that line and how it was delivered. Uh, but in that third verse, I, I thought it w- was really great too. It's the rhythm section that saves it for me. I am missing a little Alex. Uh, he's been known as we've been doing the show mark. We pointed out a lot. He puts little accents in when Eddie's doing a solo, right? Little thing with the symbols, maybe a little thing with the hat, just something yeah. a little different uh, to, to, to kind of stand out. He didn't do that on this track. I was kind of missing that. Um, I agree with uh, Eric totally. It's a good song. Definitely wouldn't pick this as the first single, though. I'm saying, uh you know, partial to she's the woman uh, as a yeah. single, but I mean, just
5: out of the gate, Dave's back, first album, yeah, Van Halen album that he's on since Can you get '84. Tattoo,
3: tattoo. It's like, oh, really? <laughs> oh,
5: it should have been she's the woman. I, I think most people
0: think she's the woman, woman. Yeah,
3: yeah. Chinatown would know. have been great.
0: You know, I mean, I blood mean, and fire just to
3: a song like "Big River." Like "Big River," he had yeah. big energy on it. It just wasn't on this track, but definitely. But blood and fire just. Negatives.
5: Blood and fire is about the band, what they went through, and yeah. we're back. Yeah. And yeah. such a good hook too on that song,
0: yeah. "Bullethead."
3: Vote for "Bullethead," too. There you go. Great and. And then when Kevin ran
6: away. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> as soon as you heard that, Kevin's like <laughs> I, I ran out of bear. I ran out of bear. That's oh, that can't yeah. nope. can't have it.
3: All right, so Mark, that's everybody except you. You have yet to vote. You are notorious for being a David Lee Roth hater. Uh, wow! <laughs> well, that's what the trolls tell us. Anyway. I mean, yeah, that, that is what they say. Each mm. week,
5: it just gets worse and worse. worse. <laughs> you want, yeah. you want do David that. Lee Roth dead? Uh, and whoa,
3: yeah. so you got to burn down his nose. I already said he's leaving forever. <laughs> All right, Mark. What is your vote? Is this dream over, or is this what dreams are made of?
1: Actually, nice. can understand why this was the single they chose because there are a lot of dare I say Van Halen isms that you can find in this, especially uh with Roth coming back. I wouldn't say Roth is uh at the top of his vocal game in this, because no, no, those those days have come and gone. However, he is not the worst. He's certainly not what he sounds like right now. I know that sounds like a jab, but I apologize anyway. Uh, Lyrically, I think what he's doing works for the song. So, I mean, there's a line or two in there where I'm, you know, I'm kind of laughing a little bit, but that's just all in good fun. But honestly, it fits. It fits with what he's talking about. He's actually, there's a purpose to the song the solo i mean do i even need to comment on the solo i know i i say the same things over and over again but what do you want it's an eddie van halen rip roaring awesome solo starting off with a dive bomb so i'm partial to that it's going to be uh, a full yes for me on that one so um i agree with you Corey. though a little bit lacking in the uh, in the alex department not to say that he's not doing anything important but yeah, yeah, he's not, I, we, I don't hear a particular thing that makes him sort of, we joke about how when Alex and Eddie play, Eddie's going to do his thing and then Alex, not to be outdone, is going to go, oh, that's cool, but check this, check this, keep up, keep up. Didn't get a lot of that. Didn't get a lot of back and forth with the two of them on this one. So that was kind of a, a bummer, but the song still works. And to me, it sounds like a uh, a soft introduction or reintroduction for people to hey remember van halen with david lee roth we're back uh we don't want to overwhelm you too much so listen to this one listen to this one just to get you kind of in the mood and then you can take the full-on journey with maybe some uh, more powerful tunes that are on the album and then all i have to say is at least this isn't a honey baby sweetie doll or whatever the <laughs> hell it's called. um so yeah that's a yes for me clean sweep all around
0: I had a thought about Alex's. The thing about you said about Alex's drums. Yeah, you go first. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. You go go first. Sorry, man. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you you know he just playing like a straight, straight beat, pretty straight groove, pretty much. And Mm -hmm. I I wonder if it's because um, Wolfgang's there, and Wolfgang steps up, like Wolfgang's playing heavier and and more complicated and everything than than usually Michael did. And so you need somebody then to hold it down. Like usually it was Michael that would be the that would be holding it down while Alex and Eddie both got to go off, you know, but this time Wolfgang's going off. So Alex needs to, to keep it more simple. Maybe like, I, I,
6: yeah. Yeah. I, th- I was thinking this, it's kind of, sick, cause it doesn't have that big change in the bridge. There's no change of direction. So you, there's no real room for Alex to come in and syncopate anything or sort of take this weird left turn. So all he has to do is sit behind the beat. That's all he's got to do. It's like, you know, Jim Keltner on the end of the line by traveling Wilburys doesn't yeah. play a symbol through that whole song but that's what the song needs and you know Mark, Corey you always talk about that is serving the song's really important and Van Halen does that really really well so I think it's just a song where Alex thinks all I've got to do is keep this groove going like Wolfie sits over top of it and all I've got to do is keep that groove going
1: yeah yep. and it works you know this uh, yeah. this is a perfectly fine song and I personally understand why this might have been chosen as the, uh, as the single but I will agree around the board uh, is it their best on the album? no but it's a good song it's a good song. I can see it to it. So uh,
3: it is a good Yay! Point. Happy surprise for me. Now, for everybody uh, watching right now, I put the poll up on Twitter. What's your vote on tattoo? Uh, we've already had one vote, and it's this stream is over. So if you like this song, wow. get out there, <laughs> Mariano. Mariano's in the house. Mariano already. Yeah, uh, we got a few votes here for a potential first singles, blood and fire. Uh, I, yeah, we that was one was mentioned. She's the woman. Uh, we agree with that one. Yeah, also, another one for blood and fire. Yeah. Uh, what Dreams Are Made Of Sexy Dragon Magic is going to be the name of my David Rock band. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Should have been called uh, What Dreams Are Made Of For Sure. And discussion always helps. What Dreams Are Made Of. So there you go. Tom was kind of ambivalent on this track going into tonight, and he uh, upvoted it. So, And I see already we got another vote, so we're at 50-50 now. Uh, what Dreams Are Made Of, and this stream is over. But Mark, maybe we'll update that uh, on show number two, which we're going to be recording uh, geez, any oh. minute now. Any minute now. Yes, uh, you,
1: you are the producer. You tell me when it is time to do it. Wrap it up. (laughs) Well, uh, for show number one, we're going to go ahead and come to a close. So I want to thank Heath McCoy, Kelsey, Eric Sinish, Scott Haskin, and Kevin Brown for joining us for show number one. And uh, if you liked what you heard and uh, you want to stay tuned for what comes next, because there is going to be more, stay tuned for show number two. But as show number one goes, that is it for us. On behalf of Corey and myself, thank you for sticking with us for one year and stay with us for season two. It's going to get even more, I'm sure, crazy and rocking as only we can do. We are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later.